What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Valencia. Welcome back, everyone. Um, we don't have too much going on in our personal lives right now, you know, pretty much just working all week for me. Um, Johnny, what you been up to this week? Man, I've been on the grind trying to find a job, you know. <laughs> I thought having a master's degree, having some experience would be easy. It's a cutthroat world out here. I'm finding that out. <laughs> I mean, definitely. That's... Uh, you'll find one though, you know, just getting the process started. Of course, you're not too far into it actually. So no, I, uh, I'm trusting the process. I'm confident. I know I just, the right job will come along. I'm just very picky about what I want to do because I know what I want to do. So it's like, I don't want to lead anybody on short term. Like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be here for a long time, but I know I'm really not because I know what I want to do. So we'll see. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. Yeah, you know, as an assistant manager at at and I kind of, you know, take part in the hiring process. And that's like one of our big things is we do not want temporary people. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I, like my dad's like, oh, good job here. Good job here. I feel bad. I feel so bad leading somebody on like, oh, yeah, I love the company. I can see myself here. And then I'd leave in three months when I get the job I really want. So unless it's like known up front that it's going to be a short term thing, I don't think I can do anything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of work, just got off work and just had my nice ride home, but the eight minute drive and I was a uh, DS2 randomly came on. So I was like, I was really thinking to myself, I, I really got to consider that the greatest trap album ever for me personally. What are your thoughts on that? Is that a hot take or? I think I said that last episode. Did you? I think I said that last episode because when we were talking about the wrong song list, it was like number 20. And I was like, many people would say the greatest trap album uh, of all time. Yeah, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't put two and two together, honestly. Maybe I think why. I said that, or maybe I thought it, I don't know. But I don't think it's a hot take at all. Like, it's a fantastic album. Definitely. You know, speaking of albums, though, we haven't done a quiz in a while. We didn't have too much of an intro here, so mm. let's test your knowledge. Let's get it. Your first hint is, this album dropped in 2016. Iconic year for music here, so... I'm going to guess it's Lil Boat by Lil Yachty. You're incorrect, sir. Okay. Next guess, or next hint. This was this artist's fourth studio album. Fourth studio album. Okay. 2016. 2016, I mean, that was a big year. You got a lot of big drops, obviously. You had, like, all the big ones drop between, like, Kanye, but that's obviously not going to be his fourth. Drake, obviously not going to be his fourth. Huh, I have a guess, but I don't know what out what year this album came out. The guess is I Decided by Big Sean. You were incorrect. I think that might have come out in 2017, though. That was the 2017 release. Uh, earlier 2017, though, because I remember it was like freshman year and that, that mm. it just hit and I was still in high school and everything. But uh, all right, for your final guess here, this album has zero features. I mean, that, you know, that, that seems like a big hint, right? But I think it almost would be a trick because, I mean, if you think about Jake Cole, he obviously got Sideline Story, Born Center, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, and then For Your Eyes Only. So I is do think your, it is. Is that your final your guess? Yes, it, that you are correct. You're okay, absolutely I correct. You, I, knew I, that... I thought you could trick me up, though. Like, that is one that you could definitely, like, trip somebody up on. Well, especially at that time, you know, it was huge. J. Cole went platinum with no features. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like the no features was a, a very good hint for you on your final one. No, that was a fantastic hint. So 
I like that question though. That was good because I don't know when I think of 2016 to get to today's episode, hey. I think of the freshmen from 2016. I think of the Uzis, the Yachty's, the Denzel Curry's, all these people. And that's like kind of the start of them and not necessarily the end of like J Cole and Drake and them, but like you start to see some other people catching up to them a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I feel like with December releases specifically, I always associate those albums with the next, with the following year. Cause I mean, that's, you know, primarily where they were bumped for me personally. So same thing with like, uh, please excuse me for being antisocial. I was listening to that today. I was like, Oh, this was a 2020 or it was 2019 release real late in December though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with four years only as a late December. So I could see the confusion there where it wasn't. Uh I was listening to the title track for your eyes only the other day and it just, it did hit. Like, I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, probably. One of the best know, long I, songs. It goes crazy. I feel like I don't, I don't know what it is about that song. It's, it's, doesn't, it's not a bad song, don't get me wrong, but like everybody's like, this is the best Cole song, best Cole song. For me, Change is the best song off that album. Probably J. Cole's best song, in my opinion. I do see you post that song sometimes and I'm like, huh, he really likes that song. I don't no, yeah, I go love, back to it too much. I really I like like a deja vu. I really like you know neighbors for your that eyes one's only. packed. The, mentality for, a ten tra- for whom the bell tolls. I, there's some there's some hits for a ten track album. That that one is an excellent album to me. Big facts. But yeah, you know what you were just talking about. You know your freshman year is when you're bumping it. We got to talk about the freshman year. The freshman list 2022. Double XL freshman list dropped last week. We kind of talked about it just briefly, but we wanted to take a full episode to kind of get into the artists that were selected and then talk about some artists that we think should have been freshmen this year. Uh, so let's get started here, taking a look at the first freshman this year. We have Nardo Wick, 22 year old artist from Jacksonville, Florida, known for his biggest hit, Who Wants Smoke? I know you're a big fan of the remixes song, particularly. What do you think about this selection for the freshman list? I mean, he's got to be on there. Um, you know, he killed it with his debut project. Um, who is Nardo Wick? Uh, I thought a great, great project there. Uh, you know, obviously kind of getting into someone newer for the trap scene. And then Who Wants Smoke? That, is, that song is just such a banger for me and my friends and um, everything. I love the like remix cover. It's like, it's just a car and they all have like uh, guns out the car with the uh, laser beams. And that's just the, uh, that's the cover for it. And I think it's just, it's a tough cover for me. A tough cover does always just sometimes you can take a project to the next level or a song to the next level. Just seeing it on that phone when you're listening to it just it just hits a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Nardo's a pretty good pick here. He has that hit. I feel like all these artists, for the most part, have that one hit that you can like identify with the artist with. And for me, it's definitely Who Wants Smoke, of course. Uh, good song. The next artist on the 2022 XXL freshman list is Dochi. 23-year-old artist from Tampa, Florida. Her biggest hit is Yucky Blucky Fruitcake, which I had to look up what song it was because I did not know it by name. But then it's one of those songs that you don't know by name. I didn't know like any songs of hers by name. But then I was like, oh, yeah, you hear all these songs on TikTok. Like, hi, my name is... Like, I don't know. You know how it goes. Yeah, it's like no, on TikTok, I... you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, she's just popping off of TikTok. Not saying she's bad art, not saying she's a TikTok artist or anything like that, but the song is just going crazy on TikTok. I knew like every word to the start of that song. 
you know, Florida being represented well. Um, the, the South is very well represented throughout all these freshman lists, especially for the past few years. I kind of feel like it's the, the way we're going, you know, the Georgia, Florida artists, they're taking over. Absolutely. You look back a couple of years ago, I mean, the past couple of years in general, it's just been straight heat from the South from, like you said, Atlanta, all the way, not just only freshman, but all the way back to like the Migos start to take over and then all that stuff. Gucci Mane even back to him. They've been, South's been popping for a while. Uh, moving on to our next artist, an Atlanta, Georgia artist here, 20 years old, Sofago. Obviously, you know, his biggest hit, Knock Knock. What were your thoughts about having him on this list? I thought, you know, it was time. I honestly thought he could have been a freshman last year. You know, he had those cactus jack ties. I think it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense for him to be on this list. I don't find myself going to Sofago's music too much personally, but I think it's like inevitable that he was going to be a freshman this year. Yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot of these artists, you know, they're, they're not in my everyday concert rotation, but you know, they're, they're getting put on this list so they can, you know, make some of our everyday rotations as they further their career. So moving on though, this a little bit older selection here, 31 years old from Detroit, Michigan. We have Babyface Ray. He kills it with the, with the trap scene. You know, obviously his biggest hit is uh, if you know, you know, with Moneybag Yo. I, I really actually enjoy him, like him and ESTG. I don't know why. I'm not too, like, big into the trap scene or anything, but I, I enjoy him personally. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think he's pretty cool. Don't listen too much, but, like, when I was looking up different songs to kind of get acquainted with these people for the episode, the ones that I wasn't so acquainted with, at least, I enjoyed his music. And I do want to say you just talked about ESTG. A couple episodes back, I realized after the episode, I said SG. And then I was like, what, what was I doing? Like, <laughs> then I heard somebody say ESTG. And I was like, damn, that's right. Like, I just had never heard anybody say ESTG out loud. But then I was like, all the letters are capitalized. What was I doing? It makes a lot of sense, but whatever. Anyway, that's just besides the point. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, another trap artist we got on here starting out. Pretty common theme with this list so far. Mm-hmm. Moving on to another artist, Callie, 21 years old from Georgia. Her biggest hit, Mm-mm, another song that is just huge on TikTok. I've seen so many videos using this song as the background sound. It's a hit. I, yeah, I personally, <laughs> I I think she's going to be the one of the next large female artists. You know, with like one of the Nicki Minaj's, Megan The Stallions. Uh, who else can we throw on that list? Cardi B, an artist like that mm-hmm. that is just a massive star as a female artist in rap. So. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah, she's already got so much popularity. Taking this step, getting on the freshman list, it's good to see. Moving on to the next artist, though, we got the boy Casey, 24 years old, from Minnesota, originally from Kenya. His biggest hit in his own discography is The Sun, but obviously he has ties to Kanye from Donda. Another person I thought it was 100% lock. He was going to be on this freshman list, so it's good to see him here. Yeah, um, along with the next artist that we're going to talk about, this is probably my most listened to out of the list. I mean, Nardo as well, but that would, that would probably be my top three most listened to artists for the for this list. Yeah, Casey is by far my number one. And so, like, I was really hoping he was going to be on here. But at the same time, like, I wasn't sure just because he's not that big. Like, I was looking at his Spotify, and his biggest song has, like, 2 million plays or something like that. Like, it's nothing crazy. Like some of these other artists have like, you know, 20s, 30s, 40 million plays on their biggest song. And so having like 2 million, 
but I think he's just such a good artist, such a different artist from many other people on this list that it was great to see him here. Definitely. Uh, moving on, though, the 24-year-old from Florida here, we got Coach Ice. That's probably my – I'd probably say that's the one I listen to the most, though, for sure. Uh, biggest hit being Tell Him. What were, your, what were your thoughts on having him on the list? Yeah, I think Coach E's a good artist. I don't go out of my way to listen too much personally. But, I mean, I've been familiar with him for a minute ever since he got on with those Lyrical Lemonade videos a couple of years ago, maybe the, a year or two ago. I don't know how that, long ago. This was one time. where I was like, he almost could have made the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's always a lot of artists like that. Uh, he's definitely one. Him and Sofago, I think, are the two for this year that I think could have been freshman last year. Uh, but, yeah, he makes good music, and he has hits. Like, his songs are some of the bigger songs from this freshman class. So, I think it was definitely a strong choice for to put him on this list definitely um moving on for our first memphis tennessee artist here 22 year old big 30 biggest hit being allegations featuring poo shiesty also featured on neighbors by poo shiesty he's a person that i really was not familiar with before he made this list uh i had to go look up some of his songs and then i saw that his biggest song was allegations like you said but then he was featured on poo shiesty's song neighbors which was like double the size like i think that one had like 40 million and then his biggest song had like 20 if i remember right um but yeah he, he was pretty good like i could not see myself listening to him every day but i don't think he's making music for me yeah i mean <laughs> he, he definitely has that memphis tennessee sound um you know artists like money bag yo or um uh, young dolph the late young dolph also so i mean he definitely fits that sound along with the other artists that we have featured on here but like you said I'm in agreement with you. I haven't listened to him too much. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's kind of the beauty of this list. Like, it's kind of a mix of people that have the accolades, have different sounds, or have the talent, and they're trying to get the exposure to a larger audience. A double XL sees something in them, uh, and kind of like an investment. Uh, Definitely. I think in the past, they've honestly kind of gone with people that are too big at some points. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, we know all these people already. Like if you look like tw- like a 2016, 2017 classes like that, like you knew a lot of those people already. And I don't know if that was just like, you know, the age I was at, like I was, you know, really into like whatever sounds they were picking at the time. Uh, and I'm just not so into like what they're picking right now. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know like a couple of people on this list, whereas in the past I've known like every name. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm definitely in agreement with you. You know, I definitely say they've got, they went with a lot of like the trap artists this, this year. Um, which, you know, admittedly so, it's not my biggest subgenre of rap that I listen to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, same here. But the next artist on the list is Ken the Man, another artist I was not familiar with before, probably the artist I was least familiar with on this entire list. 27 year old artist from Houston, Texas. Her biggest hit is He Be Like. Had not heard it. Listen to it. Pretty good song, though. Yeah, this is one I admittedly haven't listened to either. I think they got the wrong Ken on the episode. We'll save that for later, though. Or not on the episode, on the uh, on the list here. I, I agree. We'll, we're going to get to that, though. The next artist, though, we got Big Scar, another Memphis, Tennessee artist, 22 years old. Biggest hit is So Icy Boys 2 with Pooh Shiesty, Fujiano, and Tay Keith. Who's shysty putting the, the Memphis youngins on, you know, giving throwing out those features everywhere. So it's good to see, of course, you know, from fellow Memphis artists. That, I, I agree. But that was one thing that I kind of thought about when I, like, he was my person that I had not heard. So I listened to him 
And I think him and Big Scar are so similar that I'm like, I kind of wish they would have gone a different way with one of those spots. Yeah, no, I, I think like a lot of the artists that come out from Memphis have a very, like they rap about the same things and they sound alike almost. So. And you could kind of say the same thing about the Michigan scene. Like they sound kind of similar with the flows and stuff, but they kind of talk about different things. They have like unique references off the wall flows, but they kind of like off the wall flow is similar throughout the artists. Moving on though, to our 11th artist, we have Saucy Santana. 28 year old artist from Connecticut started out as a makeup artist for city girls, which is very interesting. Uh, biggest hit being material girl. This is another song that, you know, I knew from TikTok. Yeah. I mean, these artists just going crazy. Yeah, on that, TikTok. I feel like that is the biggest one that's like popped out of all these arguably with who wants smoke, but material girl used to hear that one everywhere on TikTok. So facts. It was pretty big. I was not familiar with Sasa Santana beyond that tiktok song like i didn't even know whose song it was but then i was like oh yeah like obviously everybody knows this song uh pretty crazy though like the city girls makeup artist that part was crazy like i had no idea any of this background about saucy santana and then kind of look into it i was like oh damn that's pretty cool definitely moving into the last artist that they had the 10th spot winner which we were both confused why it's called the 10th spot winner if there's 12 artists but we have Babytron, another Detroit rapper, not Detroit rapper, Michigan rapper. I'm not sure where, where he's from there, but his biggest hit is Jesus Shuttlesworth. Shout out Ray Allen on that one. Um, you know, another trap artist here, I feel. I, I You know, I haven't listened to him too much. Went back through a few of his songs. It's pretty good. I, like, am obsessed with Babytron right now. Like, I, when I first heard him, I was like, this guy's crazy. Like, I love it. I was doing it for a couple like days or whatever, and then just didn't listen to it for a while. And now I'm back in on it. Like he's just so crazy. He's got these off the wall flows. He has a video with Lyrical Lemonade and Cole Bennett. It's one of the ones where he shot in the iPhone, which I kind of feel like, you know, people feel a way about the iPhone videos, but whatever. Uh, he did one with Babytron. Babytron did, I think, 21 or 22 different beats in the one video. And it's like a five and a half minute song or whatever. So he has like two bars, and then switches the beat it's pretty interesting uh but he's got some crazy flows i love just the group shitty boys like that's like the funniest thing ever to me and it's like shitty boys at the start of the song <laughs> i just crack up every single time but my favorite thing i love that he uses like the purposely shitty cover arts like the classic mm -hmm. like 2000s 2010 mixtape covers like he has like the one it's luka Tronchich. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just so great. I love it. I think it's so hilarious when they do um, do things like that. I can't, uh, it was uh, King Vaughn, you know, the late King Vaughn RIP. And he has a, uh, a album. I never knew this till like probably a month or two ago. And I asked you about it. I was like kind of confused, but he has an album called LaVon James. <laughs> He's doing the powder toss on the cover. They're great. Like, I think if you're like in on the joke, it's funny. But if you're like doing it because you think it's good, that's when it's tough. Like Gucci Mane, he knows what he's doing. Gucci Mane is the king of shitty I love covers. The I love the Toy Story. Uh, well, I mean, Gucci Mane, like, you know, you have fucking 100 albums. Like, yeah, you're, they're not all going to be 100 10 out of 10 ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, his are definitely funny all the time, which I do appreciate. So after we got done looking at this year's freshman list, we 
took it upon ourselves to fix it and, you know, pick our 10. They did 12. We want 10 just to narrow it down a little bit, make it a little more selective of a list. We actually agreed on eight selections. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like some of these people definitely got left off. The first one being, we talked about it last week a little bit, Kenny Mason. I thought Kenny Mason was going to be a lock this year. He really leveled up. He had the big, he had a big, pretty good project last year. And then he, he got put yeah, on Dreamville he, this year. I, I thought it was a lock this year. He could have arguably made it last year and then him not making it this year is extremely disappointing. He has, I mean, he killed it in stick. Um, that's probably one of my favorite features so far this year. hundred percent Sam. That's one of my favorite songs of the year. So I thought this was his year for sure. And I think it's always interesting about like when an artist doesn't make it one year and then the next year they're too big and they turn it mm-hmm. down. Like, I don't want to say you do that, but like, is it, it could be a possibility next year. Like Kenny Mason could level up. Huge. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see him taking an invitation. If he, uh, you know, if they want to put him on the, what would it be 2023 now? I don't mm-hmm. think, I think after snubbing him two years in a row, you can't take the disrespect no longer. I agree. There's just some artists that, you know, it's just not in the cards for them to be on the double XL freshman list. I think Kenny Mason would be one of those artists, but we'll see. The next artist, Red Veil. Red Veil is still very young, very talented. We both agreed that he should have been on the list. Kind of Big disappointed snub. not to see him. Big, Big snub. snub. He's one of the most talented young rappers out. One of the most unique young rappers out. Great production, great rapping. I think he brings something that a lot of these rappers featured on the list don't, don't bring. I, yeah, I, it's not a very versatile list is I mean, my issue with it. It's not a bad list per se, but not very versatile i think he brings a different sound in learn to swim it's a great project for 2022 so great project maybe i think that might have been i don't know when it came out i forget when but i think it might have been a little late past like you know maybe when they decided mm-hmm. for this year's freshman list so maybe that's why he wasn't on here but i mean he still had a good project with you know niagara a little bit back so yeah. i could have seen him being on the list but whatever the next artist that we both had was yeet i think i saw the yeet turn this freshman list down which I think has to be the case because there's no way he could not have been offered a spot on this yeah. list because he's probably one of the biggest artists that's like just starting to pop in the mainstream. I mean, he's doing all these things with Lyrical Lemonade, apparently the Minions. Yeah, he, he had a track on the Minions um, along with Brockhampton as well. So yeah, I think Yeet, I mean, I don't know how he wasn't on here unless he turned it down. That's the only way. Definitely. That's got to be the case. Um, definitely one of the biggest upcoming artists. Crazy project this year with two alive. So. For sure. Next artist that we both agreed on that was not on the list was Ken Carson. I thought Ken Carson was going to be a lock this year. I also thought, you know, that was, that was another surprise. Someone that should have made it, but they didn't. It's disappointing, of course, but, you know, it's not a bad list regardless. Mm-hmm. I feel like him and Cardi got a lot of like the same fans. So maybe the Cardi stands might be going crazy on the double XL Twitter on those uh, ciphers and they start dropping. They need to. They got to make let's sure. The de- they know. Let's get the demons rounded up. <laughs> Somebody has to. Next artist that we both agreed on was featured on the freshman list. Sofago. Like I said, I think he could have been a freshman last year. So I think this year it made so much sense. He was on here. He has the hits. He has the talent. It was a lock. Definitely could have, should have been on there with uh, Kenny Mason, you know, another lock that arguably could have made it the year before. Facts. There are actually three more artists that we agreed on. 
and they were Babytron, Casey, and Nardo Wick. They all, you know, were very deserving of spots this year. They all kind of bring something. I think those three are very different from each other. So I like those three being on the list together. Yeah, I also think so. I think it's hard to make it versatile because you kind of want to get what's hot at the time. But mm-hmm. I think I think there's a good range there between those three. Definitely. Like, I think there is something about the freshman list and they want to kind of reward the people that have the hits and have, you know, the popularity already and kind of stamp them on the double XL freshman list. I think something big this year is the TikTok and the virality of all these artists. And I don't think these three artists necessarily have that, but they just have the talent. And so I like seeing them on the list. Definitely. And I think that's, you know, going to be a common trend for music and social media, just having to collab together and like it, you know, you have a song blow on TikTok, you are going to have a very good shot at making this list. As long as you know, you have something other than, you know, just what blew on TikTok. So. Facts. But that leaves two spots on both of our lists. So do you want to get into your two picks? That I coach and um, Cali as, as my other two, you know, we've already gotten into both these artists, but you know, I think eight out of 10 is pretty impressive for, for such a, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not a huge list, I guess, but it's pretty impressive, you know, that we're so in sync on that. I like that. I know. I was pretty surprised too, honestly. Like we did send each other our lists. Sometimes I like to go in blind and just see what the reaction is, but we kind of want to just make sure we're on the same page and, you know, be familiar with everybody that we're picking. Uh, but yeah, when you sent me that list and I saw the screenshot, and I also thought it was my own. I was like, <laughs> it looks the exact same. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a big list. And so I like that we're in the same you know space with who we're picking. Like those are, you know, eight very, very deserving artists along with your other two that you selected. So definitely, I, I think everybody who made the list and everybody we're talking about now deserve to make it. I wouldn't say I'm going to pull, you know, someone off for and replace them with this because everybody deserves to make this list or be considered for it. Facts. They're definitely there for a reason, but I just kind of listen to some of these other people a little bit more, a little bit bigger fan of them. So I was, you know, pulling for them. The two that I was pulling for were Bia and then Mike Dimes. Mike Dimes, I think he might be just a little bit too small, but he's so talented. Like I would have been so happy to see him on this list as well as Bia. She's got some hits. She got the J. Cole collab. I would have been surprised to see her here. That was another one I would have liked to see, you know, um, but we only had 10 spots, so she didn't make my list. That's facts. Honestly, with her, though, like I had to look and see if she had made it before. I was like, she could have been a freshman last year. Like she was starting to pop like last year. Yeah, I I agree with that as well, where um, that's like always the did they make it last year or, you know, I just feel like it's so hard to judge who's technically a freshman. Definitely. I mean, I kind of think that's a good segue because you quizzed me at the beginning of the episode and I got a quiz for you. All right, let's go. I you always, know, I'm 0 for 1 from the fuck. In a, that's like, oh, uh, that one still gets at me because it's like they were so perfectly lined up that it could have been either of them. Yeah. So I picked four artists that were double XL freshmen and I want you to tell me what year they were freshmen. Okay. I like that. Okay. I kind of went from what I think is the easiest to the hardest. Okay. So we'll start off Playboy Cardi. Ooh, what? I'm going to go 2018 here. Okay. 
he was 2017 so i was close yeah i've i'm probably gonna be like within a year on that, all of these that is what i thought like i think someone i wanted to might i was gonna say 2016 but i was like ah, he wasn't a part of that legendary class yeah that's what i like thought you were gonna guess that's why i picked him so i was like okay he'll probably that'll be his thought process like he feels like 2016 but then 2017. yeah i mean thinking about like when he blew though it, I, 2018 felt right but like i said i'll probably be i'll probably get all these off by a year let's see the next one we got vince staples vince staples he was uh i was actually just looking through this the other day i think 2015 right 2015 i think arguably the worst double xl freshman class yeah that was of all time. who was the who is the other one that oh there's like two good artists they got steady wop they got the goat yeah, I mean, Fetty Wap, that was another big one. Uh, K-Camp, Jared, my boy Jared back in the day used to love K-Camp. Um, but yeah, that, that is a weak class, looking over it. Yeah, just compared to some of those, not bad, but not on the level of some of those other ones. But the next artist I picked for you to guess is Future. Future. He was, I feel like 2014's too late, but that'll be my guess. Okay, it was 2012. So 2014 was a little yeah. bit too late. I, he was one that, you know, I mean, he's been big for a long time, but 2012 does feel like a long time ago. Like, it doesn't seem like Future's been huge for tw- uh, 10 years, but he has. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, I do remember listening to Future in, like, seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, see, that I didn't really get too much into Future until he dropped DS2, and then he was also on What a Time to Be Alive, of course. Um, so The next artist and last artist I had for you to guess was Lil Durk. Lil Durk, he was um 2013. 2014. So see, that was close. Uh, yeah. I just I've watched a TikTok or been watching these TikToks of like when they're from. So I'm like, I should know these. I literally just watch videos and all these, but it's it's tough, you know, in the moment in the spotlight. I oh, joke, it definitely so. is. No. Anybody sitting there watching this or listening to this thinking they could do it. It's not as easy. It's not as easy when you're going to be on the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, a little bit it's of not, but yeah, I, you know, I'm okay with my guesses. The future one, I, I probably should have went 2013, 2012, but no, I mean, I, the other thing to consider is like, you were fairly young at that point. Like <laughs> you weren't like watching the 2012 freshman list come out. Yeah, that, that is true. But you know, I'll, I'll, prefer, I'll, perfect my craft next time I'm, I'm getting whatever quiz you give me right so uh, maybe next episode maybe not we'll see i don't want to don't want to spoil it we'll see but the last thing i do want to say about the freshman list before we move on to the news this week there are a couple of people i wanted to give honorable mentions i thought they could have been here but I, for whatever reason i just chose not to go with them the first one's got to be tizo touchdown when i was first thinking about this list i thought tizo was a lock i thought it was no question tizo touchdown was 100 percent gonna be on my list personally but then i was thinking about it and he hasn't released his own album or anything yet he's just been on tyler's album has a couple songs out so i was like next year i think next year yeah for sure. maybe one who could potentially make the list very soon so he's a next year I, I just didn't think it was the time for him yet also tom the mailman so talented so great so talented that's one of my favorites that i've just been listening to recently i don't know why but I just didn't think he had that hit. I didn't think he was like big enough yet, but then that's like, you know, the debate, is it about talent? Is it about popularity? I think it's a little bit both. I mean, the type of music he's making doesn't really, I guess it wouldn't really fit the list this year. So maybe they go in a different direction. 
I agree. But I mean, you look at like an Anderson Pack, he didn't fit like the SoundCloud type in 2016. Like, I do think they value talent over fit sometimes. But yeah. And my final one was Young Manny. Shout out to Young Manny. He's got the hits. That man is running TikTok. He has like just some of the biggest songs on TikTok. Very talented. Shout out to Young Manny. Shout out Young Manny. Shout out all the, all the artists we were able to, um, you know, get on and talk about today. If you haven't listened, I mean, I think anybody we mentioned today is definitely worth the listen, of course. So moving on, though, let's get into some of the releases we had this week. Uh, we have Little Dirk with 7220 Deluxe Edition. Roddy Rich dropping an EP. Chris Brown also releasing. Uh, Lupe Fiasco finally releasing. Drill Music and Zion. Uh, Giveon. MGK with the deluxe Elvis Presley soundtrack featuring Denzel Curry, Eminem, Doja Cat, Casey Musgraves, Nardo Wick, and more. We also had singles from Brent Fayez, Lil Nas X featuring NBA Youngboy, Dot the Genius featuring Cuddy, J.I.D., Denzel Curry. We also had a single from Eminem and Snoop Dogg. And then we had tracks from YG featuring 21 Savage, Bia, and Tyga. Another single from Beyonce and then Gorillas featuring Thundercat. We've had some loaded weeks of music here. We have been blessed for the past month or so. Um, what, what have you given a listen to or what has been your favorite listen throughout the week? My favorite one has got to be the Brent single. I honestly did not know there was a single coming until like 11 last night, Central Time, of course. So yeah, I was pretty like surprised to see that Brent had dropped just because the album is coming out, you know, fairly soon, which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, so I didn't know he was going to be dropping a single. I thought maybe he was going to just save it all because a couple songs are already out that have been singles for, you know, well over Quite a year time, at this point. Yeah. So uh, I thought maybe he would just let it, let it go at this point, but he is trying to build hype. I think there's a lot of people ready for this album. So this single just is a little bit more. I'm just very excited. Like it was a great single. What do you think of that song? I liked it. You know, I'm very excited for the Brent album. Um, I, honestly, I haven't listened to him too, too much. So I'm very excited to get into, this will be like my first project I'll listen to on release day. So mm. super excited for that. Um, you know, moving on to like Roddy Rich. I loved what he did with his little EP there. Um, you know, more of the sound he had off Feed the Streets and projects before. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Hopefully you can make a comeback. You know, I the internet is not not a big fan of Roddy Rich right now after uh, Live Life Fast. So Yeah, I honestly did not listen to that album. I don't listen to Roddy Rich too much, but I did listen to this. You know, a three-song EP is like just such a manageable listen, like versus like a 10 or 12 or 14 song album or whatever. I'm like, oh, I can do three songs. Like that's like nine minutes, you know, whatever. I can do that. Whereas like a 50 hour long project that's a little overwhelming I'm like yeah I, so I definitely agree I like um, you know I I feel like for Roddy live life fast it wasn't it wasn't awful like the way the internet trolls are but I mean you put out a, a mid project and people are gonna fucking go nuts on you of course mm-hmm. with the internet the way it is nowadays facts it was not a very it was not a good follow-up to please excuse me for being anti-social though that album is phenomenal and I think people had sky high expectations for him. So hopefully we can get back to that, that level. I liked what he did here though. hundred uh, percent. What do you think about the Lupe Fiasco album? That's an album, you know, we've been looking forward to for a minute. We've loved the singles so far. What do you think about I, the full album? I really enjoyed it. Um, what was your favorite track off the album? 
Hmm. That's one. I listened to it in the car. I just listened to it straight one time. I enjoyed just the overall album. But if I had to pick a favorite song, I think I would have to go with uh, On Phone Numb, the outro track. I love that song. Uh, that was a great one. For me, I, do, I think it's pronounced Gotti or Gotti. I'm not sure how he's pronouncing it, but it's G-H-O-T-I, however you want to pronounce that. Um, I was very impressed with the project, though. This is going to be in contention at the end of the year for one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, insane production, of course. So, I mean, it's good to get a Lupe Fiasco project. So, Definitely. I think, you know, you're always going to get great lyrics, great production. And he's talking about, you know, he's got some different, like, there's some political themes and all this kind of stuff. Definitely a good project. Definitely worth a listen. We also got the Dot to Genius single featuring Kid Cudi, J.I.D., and Denzel Curry with a Lyrical Lemonade video. This is one of the better Lyrical Lemonade videos we've got in a minute. Like, I love seeing Lyrical Lemonade, like, level up with the artists they're working with. Like, you take a look back at who they're starting with, and now they're working with Kid Cudi. Denzel and JID on one song. It's just a crazy collab. It's a great song. If you haven't seen that video, definitely go check it out. I definitely need to go check it out. Actually, I probably will after this. You know, Friday is like my work day. Like I work at 10 to 8 every time. So I try and get some music in, but I also don't want to be like working with customers and trying to listen to new music as well. So yeah, definitely get that. And then we've got to talk about Beyonce. I mean, it's been forever since Beyonce has dropped. You got the Carters a couple of years ago, but an individual Beyonce song, it's been a while. She's kind of doing the same like house type thing as you saw with Drake. I think there's just like a resurgence of house music in pop music and rap. So it's cool to see. Definitely. That's one I need to give a listen, but I just haven't been able to yet. Some legends dropping this year, you know, Kanye kind of dropped. Drake's released a project. Kendrick, you know, these aren't people we get at projects from every year aside from Drake, you know. You know, one thing you said about the kind of Kanye, I saw a TikTok showing that three songs from Donna 2 have been registered with ASCAP, which is the publishing thing. So I think there's some potential we might see them on streaming services this year. Who knows with Kanye, you know, I, we haven't been able, he's been very, very quiet, which is kind of a scary thing for Kanye. Um, uh, Definitely no middle ground with Kanye. He's either going to be going crazy or radio silent i'm i'm really hoping he's at rolling loud miami um i mean they keep they keep reassuring us with all their tweets and everything so that was like that was one of the big reasons of course and then kendrick was the reason i bought the ticket so it'd be disappointing but i think he'll be there facts but i mean even if it's just kendrick that is crazy enough <laughs> definitely but i think that just wraps about we also got to talk about little tj little tj was shot multiple times this week He's had a couple of surgeries. He's yet to regain consciousness. This is some, you know, crazy news. A lot of rappers have been passing away at a young age recently, and I would hate to see Lil TJ become the next one. It's unnecessary violence would be very sad. Definitely. You know, that's been one of my artists since, like, senior year. Like, senior football, I just remember um, True to Myself was just banging all throughout the that project. It was very good. So, I mean, prayers up for Lil TJ. For sure. Let's hope he makes it through. I mean, definitely crazy, but hoping it'll pull through the next piece of news here we kind of talked about last week drake's album of course we kind of projected what it was going to do numbers wise and we officially have the results it will debut at number one becoming drake's 11th project to do so and it sold 210,000 units what are your thoughts on this news not bad you know with um 
not very much. I mean, it was kind of a shock drop. We heard about it the day before, a few hours before. So, um, you know, obviously anytime you can go number one is a blessing. Big facts and 11 albums. That is crazy. I mean, I don't know how many artists have done that. Not many. Not many. Yeah. And, you know, we get a Drake project nearly every year. So, I mean, that makes it all the more impressive. Facts, especially an album that, you know, is getting so much hate it's still loved by so many enough to go number one like it's just crazy that's how many fans that's how many people are listening to this album it can be hated by twitter but it's still gonna go number one definitely you know drake's definitely the sales king there's no argument about that so facts got more slaps than the beatles he's not wrong (laughs) the next piece of news here though the goat is back nav is gonna be dropping on july 29th shout out to charles dip you know i know he's just going crazy somewhere right now if he hasn't heard this news already i bet yeah i i think i sent it to him we're um we're gonna do a little segment with him we're gonna get him on for his little album review we'll give him like a five minute five minute thing just to go over his thoughts and everything so stay tuned for that for that week we got to i mean devin is definitely the resident nav stand so if we talk about nav and it's without devin i'll just feel wrong definitely especially with new nav music so we'll we'll be getting him on for that of course like i always remember listening to like beebs in the trap that was definitely the intro to nav and then you know like perfect timing that was i was checking out the nav projects as they dropped but then it was kind of a minute like i didn't listen to nav for a while but then Devin's like, you got to listen to Recap with Don Tolliver. You're going to love it. And I was like, okay. So yeah, Devin, Devin knows the good Nav. He's been there for the bad Nav, the mid Nav. He's, he's a, a true fan. Yeah, he's a true fan. And I don't know if it's a meme or not. I still cannot tell. It's been years. I, I, I Yeah, I really can't tell either, but <laughs> I respect it regardless. I respect the, the dedication, of course. Like Nav definitely gets clowned, but he does actually have some good songs. Definitely. And then the last piece of news, we kind of talked about it. Brent Fiaz is going to be dropping his album Wasteland on July 8th. I am so excited for this. Talked about it last week, how the you know rollout was becoming a little bit more serious, a little bit more underway. But officially July 8th, just two short weeks from now, the toxic season is going to be starting. So definitely ready. Definitely super excited for this project, like we mentioned earlier. So, I mean, not too much we got to get into with this one. Um, that, that'll be one we can one of our bigger albums we've covered so far so for sure definitely ready been looking forward to this for a long time brent i think he's gonna put out a classic after all these singles we're getting i mean he's the king of r&b right now i think i'd have to say definitely one of the hottest artists out um i think this is i mean this could be a big step for brent here i would i mean he's already at such a high level so this could really solidify his spot as one of the top artists in the game for sure and so to close out the episode, we do have a question from the audience. Dirty Mitch G, the realist, gave us a question. He said, who is on your basketball, Mount Rushmore? You know, I think it's definitely a hard question to answer for like who the best four of all time are. So we're going to go with who our four favorite players of all time are. Do you want to start us off with your four favorite players? Yes. So, you know, my number one solidified spot, I'm sure we can all guess this, LeBron James, the GOAT. A number I would these aren't and then the other three just are not in any ranking. There's uh just players I love. Um Damian Lillard, you know, 
love that one because I was sending boys to, back to Cancun last summer at the Hoofston basketball courts all the time. So definitely big inspiration. I've loved him since he had that game winner on the Rockets way, way back in the day. So uh-huh. that's fire. Um, my third pick would be uh, Penny Hardaway. I absolutely love mm. Penny Hardaway. Um, you know, sometimes you'll see me do a little behind the head pass at the park. And that just, I just got that from his NBA top 10 highlight reel. That one of those videos on YouTube, of course, um, one of the greatest what ifs of all time, I think, um, obviously, you know, still an exceptional player and everything. I just wish injuries didn't take him out. And then for my last one here, got to go with the boy, Iota Sumu, you know, he brought Illinois, he brought Illinois basketball back you know, through the dark times, big Illinois basketball fan here, of course. And just one of my favorite players. I'm so glad to see him doing well in the NBA after, you know, they let him slip to 38. So. Yeah, he was definitely a steal for the bulls. I remember I was working at the Danville dance baseball game the night he got drafted. I was watching the draft and I was like, Oh my God, he hasn't got picked. I was like, the bulls are up. I was like, they have to take him. And then I got the Woj bomb. I think they yeah. take him. So yeah, that just was the perfect, fantastic. perfect setting for him. Um, I think he's going to be in the league for a long time. I mean, I think he's proved that he does. He can do anything you want him to do. You want him to facilitate, he'll, he'll do that. You want him to drop 20 points. He can also do that. So I'm excited to see the way his career goes. For sure. I think he can definitely be around for a long time. This was so impossible for me to come up with four, just because I love so many players. I have three that are like locks, but then I have so many that could fill in that last spot. So I just had to run through a couple names that did not make the list, but I got a special shout out too because I'd feel bad if I didn't. Manu Ginobili, Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo, Jason Tatum, Dame, KD, Russell Westbrook. There's just so many that I love. But the four I went with, if you know me, it's James Harden. I'm a big James Harden fan. You know, lefty. I'm shooting the fuck out of the ball as many James times as I can. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just what no, i know that that's if if you guys like want to imagine us as any um if as basketball players jonathan is definitely james harden who was the comparison you had for me the other day i couldn't remember oh, i said lonzo yeah see I, you know i get it on the defensive end you're more of a facilitator versus a scorer but the johnny uh, everybody calls him james harden yeah i think you're like like i would definitely say lonzo is comparatively a better shooter but you're, you know, a, a guard that can D up a little bit and create for others. So I definitely think you got some Lonzo in you. Definitely. Um, let's move on to some of your picks here, though. And my next one, Kevin Garnett. This is like my earliest basketball goat. I am the biggest Kevin Garnett fan. That was my first NBA jersey when I was a kid. Had that Celtics jersey. That was a reason I became a Celtics fan when I was like 10. I saw him on the Celtics. And I said that's maybe, my team. That's my player. So maybe if we ever get a room tour, you know, they'll uh, they'll see the big ass KG fat head you have. I know there's a small one that's in the background sometimes, depending on how my laptop's sitting, but it's like falling off my wall. So if you're ever looking on YouTube, it is in the bottom corner. You might see it sometimes, but the mic kind of covers it up. Uh, but I have a huge Kevin Garnett fat head on my wall that I got in fourth grade, and I have not changed my room at all since fourth grade. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then I got Kobe Dean Bryant, one of the greatest ever do it. RIP the Mamba. Love the shoes, love the moves, love the Mamba mentality. It's, you know, nothing. You love saying yeah, that. I don't, nothing, love nothing needs to be it. said about that. Yeah, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. You love saying that. 
that stands very true for Kobe Bean. Uh, and then the last person, we had to go with Rip Hamilton. I love Rip Hamilton. I used to play with the Pistons on NBA Live 08 on the Wii. I just remember waking up like Saturday mornings, just like seven o'clock, and I would just start playing NBA Live on the Wii with the Pistons because I love Chauncey. I love Rip. Ben Wallace. There were some killers. Tayshawn Prince, of course. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Rip Hamilton. Those are my four. So one last question before we uh, before we close up the episode here. Um, you know, you had brought up the NBA NBA Live. So who is your throwback team you use for like, um, you know, you're playing one of the homies. They want to do throwbacks. What is your team? I mean, it's the 07 08 Celtics. Okay. Yeah, I figured with you. Um, mine is the 12 13 Heat. Or if people, you know, they get a little upset about that one. I either go with the, uh, it's like 92, 93 Warriors with run TMC mm-hmm. or um, the Magic with uh, Shaq and Penny, obviously. I mean, those are all great teams. I could see why people would be mad about the, uh, you know, the Heatles, but I think all those teams are like legends. So I don't think you'd be mad. Like, yeah, I, them. I just love fucking um, Shane Batty. And that's one of my favorite players who could have made my Mount Rushmore. Like, obviously, you know, just a dog player, um, legendary Heat member from his time there with LeBron. So, shout out to Shane Battier, like, very underrated player. I remember when we started to play our Paxton League season, Devin made a little Photoshop of us mm-hmm. comparing us to the like 07 at uh, Houston Rockets. And he compared Nathan to Shane Battier, or he just put Nathan's face on Shane Battier, I guess. But I kind of like that comparison. Like Shane Battier is very underrated. Uh, yeah, that's like that's usually my main score. So, you know? Yeah, like he could definitely be the main score for that team, uh, just like Nathan. Definitely, but I think that about wraps it up for this week. Um, you know, very good episode. As we mentioned beforehand, if you hadn't heard most of the people off the XXL freshman list or some of the names we mentioned, please go give them a listen because, you know, here at Second Avenue, we just push quality music, so. Just trying to put you guys on. Make sure you guys know the latest, know the greatest. That's that. Uh, yeah, I think this is a solid episode. I like talking about this list. And take a look at our Instagram if you haven't. We're going to be posting our current rotation. We're going to post three songs each. That's going to drop on Sunday night, the night before this episode comes out. So if you haven't seen that and you're interested in what we're listening to, go check that out at Second Avenue Pod on Instagram course but i think that about wraps it up for this week we'll see you guys next week see you guys next week